welcome to Pangstars. Today's guest is Josh Infout. He's a Leo. How's it going? Not bad. Thank you for joining us. Hot off um, guest hosting uh, Cheap Friday Comedy. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for having me. It was did a great fun. job. Um, Josh is a heavy lifter and a heavy hitter in comedy and in lifting heavy stuff. So That sounds really nice. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Good vibrations. What's that called? I know it's like some sort of steel drum, but it's like inverted. It's a, um, a spirit drum. Oh, okay. she learn how to play that she she didn't she, she always knew it's on a, um, a, a what's called a pentatonic scale so whatever order you play the notes in it always sounds yeah sick. Oh like okay. yeah it's pentatonic it's in c-sharp minor it's also tuned to 432 hertz which is the healing frequency which is really nice i think they told me this is made of an old uh like dr- um, an old uh, propane tank or that kind of drum, actually. Um, I think they told me they really like the the pockmarked impressions in it. It gives it a lot of character. Um, but I think if you have a sense of melody, musicality, and rhythm, you can make it go a little bit further than if you didn't have musical training. It was it's Spirit Drums 4, 432. 432 is the yep. actual like place as well. They make it in northern Ontario. It's like yeah. a husband and wife couple. The husband makes it and the wife was like some sort of energy healer or something. Okay. Did you play instruments growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Piano to grade 10, like a good Asian. I didn't do ARCT. Okay. I don't need that. Like the concert pianist. No. But that's quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I was trained by ERNA to play the French horn. I what? regret quitting piano. No, you had an old joke about that. Yeah. How far did you go in piano? Uh, not, not too far, but um, didn't really have much like inclination to like. You didn't like it? Eh, not really. It was just like a sort of boring thing to to practice. But you never really appreciate how cool it is to, because there's always a piano in like a bar or something. I think it's the coolest thing to be able to like just get on a piano and yeah, start actually, yeah, playing. I know to play Star Wars, and that's cool enough yeah. to, to be able to do. People are like, "Oh, cool!" Oh, really? Did, did you play by ear? No, just one of the things that I, like that I knew. I knew how to play like when the saints go marching in, yeah, um, and stuff like that. So I didn't get too far, but um, I don't know. I kind of preferred art, to be honest. I like drawing, like drawing? and stuff. So yeah. What did you? What did you draw? What's um, a typical scene? <coughs> The best thing I did was probably a big picture of a moth. I like to do <laughs> with like oh. um, uh, work with like uh, black fine liner. So just like yeah. do lots and lots of lines. In fact, the best thing I did was this um, big picture of like uh, it was I think it was like a two piece of uh, like white with um, this like old guy who I took a picture of. An he old man. U- yeah, he was used to like walk around the block. This like old man, he was like okay. really, really old. Oh. Can you and draw one of those like abstract pictures where like it's like it it'll be like two faces looking at each other if you look at it one way, but oh. then if you look at it another way, it's like a, oh, yeah. Yeah. a psychological like, yeah. ink blot. Like no, I w- I'm not that good at uh, drawing, but I like to just do lots and lots of lines. Yeah. You know, just like use very like simple black. Not really a big fan of paints or anything like oh, that. Oh, I think my artistic achievement was probably in a grade nine art class. This was a Red Hot Chili Peppers famous time. Uh, the blood, si- what blood sugar sex magic? I even hate saying that because it's a demonic name is, today. Yeah. And if I think about that sort of like barbed wire look, it's also like their tongues are out, and I, I hate. It. I have a a gross feeling about talking about it, but. I made a paper cut stained glass. Uh, so you get the black cardboard or Bristol board. And I carved out with a little X-Acto knife that cover and then filled it with little stained glass tissue papers. That was probably my pinnacle of handicraft, but my favorite thing that I ever made, which is sitting in a hillside buried in West Vancouver 
as a quote time capsule probably because my parents didn't want to ship it back to toronto after we moved okay. is um i think i made a slug with wings and a stegosaurus in clay in grade oh, wow. four that i would love to retrieve today i'm sure they're still there somewhere well yeah, i used to like to draw things but i i never i was never that good i could do uh in grade one i, I did a an inferior version of my friend's uh drawing of uh woody from toy story he used to do that <laughs> I, I copied him co- do it. i, I kind of learned how to do it watching him do it and that's so funny yeah that is really funny you ripped off someone else's yeah. uh i want to draw i want a drawing contest at a oh, yeah. lone star restaurant which <laughs> i just drew the cowboy hat and then i was like and i was like yeah whatever and i, I didn't and then I, we got a free uh, meal but I was probably like the only kid who actually like submitted yeah. it. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's the um, oh, this is the old man. Who is he? That's the old man. How do you um, even? Oh, wow. You just have this picture. His name was Reginald. He just used to walk like Reginald. around. His his wife was even older, but he hmm. could still like walk. So he just used to walk around the block, yeah. and um, we're doing like an art thing on like um, on um, uh, like. Uh, people or something it was something like that so and that's oh that's oh pretty wow. good so it's like pretty you big stenographer i just um oh well if you you're pencil know looks is that pencil uh no it's like black black fine line that looks really good i i so can't do photo. i think it was I a lot of, i think it was a lot of like biro as well but, um, yeah probably the thing i'm most um, like proud of there was like a moth as well that was um do you have it? Pretty cool. Uh, Look, is that it? I do have Scroll the original that one. It? No, that's no, just a, looks like a, balloon. a moth. I, uh, it's fun to doodle. Like it, it really is relaxing to just like run your pen and s- try to make uh, yeah like some like cool images. But I never liked th- crafts. Like oh, the handicrafts. Yeah, glue and stuff right. and like googly eyes. It was always <laughs> such mm. like I don't know. I just didn't I like, like stuff doing like it. this. Like this That's is an abstract little... It's almost like a mandala sort of thing. You just do like little dots. You just do little doodles. And then like built it up and then had like... You sort of like let your mind kind of go and it kind of creates like what looks like kind of, I guess, neurons or something. But um, there's that weird thing as well like in, in like occult a, a practices where you just... Um, I think it might have been in some stupid Johnny Depp film. Oh but boy. like yeah. you keep... Um, you keep like uh like just running your hand on i think it was in the others or something with nicole kidman so like what are they doing where you just keep like you get a pen in your hand and you just keep rub- running your hand over and eventually it'll uh start writing out messages oh the automatic writing yeah oh so that's weird so it'll yeah, come out with weird. some like uh maybe oh, it'll something will like pick up and yeah, enter your maybe like weird. a like a ouija board or right, i know sure. it was in a it was in a film well, I can tell you one of the worst art projects or like creative type yeah. projects. You know how you had to do that? You have all these stupid, like I was in like the the enhanced program in middle school. So then we had to do like creative, like, oh, it's honestly, I had to do a fucking clown section, which I hated. It was so fucked. Me and my partner had to think of a clown routine. And she just was like, why don't we? D-? And I didn't care. I like had checked out. There's yeah. two things that I hated. Mrs. Pellick, Mrs. Olha Pellick of Greenglade. Um, I just didn't like those units. I was just irritated. Oh, maybe we'll be a clown and I'll pretend that I can't get my finger stuck out of the drawer of the bottle. And I was like, yeah. in your mind, it's too sexual, right? And you're like, ugh, you know? <laughs> but I was like, fine, we'll go with this Jenny or whatever. I'm like, fine. I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. Then the second one was like, okay, everybody. It was so condescending, actually. <laughs> okay, everybody. Josh, uh, Lewis, here you go. Here's a walnut. There's some googly eyes and pipe cleaner and fucking felt. Hey, guys, you make a character and write a short story about your fucking walnut. So I was <laughs> like, fuck this. I, I just made it an Elvis because I hated it. I made up a shitty story that I didn't care about. And it's infuriating when you, it was like work, actually. It was, it's like work. It's funny when you think back to like <laughs> shitty teachers I hated it. at school. <laughs> and um there is the argument that, like, yeah, you know, you're a kid. You're probably ex- remembering it as being a kid. Mm. But actually, when you do think back and genuinely, I think often these teachers are exactly as shit as, like, you remember them being. Because yeah. it's like, if you know, <laughs> like, teachers, they're some of the, like, biggest losers <laughs> that there are. Like, no offense, but, like, 
I went to a very uh, strict school. It was French immersion. Oh. And my sister, uh, she went uh, just for a bit, and then she she left because she, like she wasn't good with languages. Yeah. And uh, with like learning new language, so she just w- and like my parents like they they'll like uh, back me up that like my bro- like, my brother also went to my school and it was like such a world of difference. Like oh. theirs were like. Um, my school, we'd get in trouble for the smallest little things, and like oh. it, it was, it was crazy. Like what? Like what was the most like trivial? Like, thing? um, walking on the wrong side of the hall, you'd get like, or if you stand, you couldn't stand up at like, at lunch, you couldn't stand up at your chair. What? Like if if you and like, <laughs> just crazy you things. To, you yeah. So many things. Like it, it was. I had this one really strict teacher, and she made me hate math because she would... So, like, I remember we had... um, She'd make you, like, underline, like, you know, when you do the, um, like, like 100 plus whatever, and then you you do do the the line. You'd have to do the equation lines with a uh, ruler because she was so... She had, like, OCD, but she, like, like, put it on other people. Oh, and oh like, wow! You'd have to Jeez. do like when you would write in like English, for example. You'd have to um, use blue pen for the title, and then double underline. What? With, oh, that sucks. With what red a, pen, stop. And you couldn't pen. write your the numbers oh for that different things in the margin. Yeah, it was crazy. Like that is insane. And it is. It is true w- though that like these these teachers are often oh like fucking shit people. And I remember like Miserable in terms people. of getting in trouble, it was often like really not the bad kids who got in trouble. Yeah. It was actually the smart kids who got hmm. into trouble because they yeah, they they would get like wrongly pinned with it. Like I remember one time <laughs> the the head teacher like observed a lesson and like um I remember there was like the teacher read us a story and like it was a funny story so me and other people laughed. Yeah. And um the teacher took this down as as, as like a bad thing and we did like a worksheet they gave us like a worksheet to do which is lazy teaching it's not really like a proper lesson plan so we were sitting in pairs and i was talking with the person next to me about like about the sheet and what to do on the sheet and she she took like the names of all these people and got us all in the hall made like a huge like display of this and me and my friend leo we like we like talk about this to this day because there was a bunch of people who just did not deserve to 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 be there like people who were just like not not bad at all but also not cut out for any sort of like bad attention in terms of school shit they were like they were shitting it it was like usual suspects we're all like fucking lined up in the gym like we're like sitting in the gym like spaced out like it's guantanamo bay or something a really really intense like session of like just like it was just like the head teacher as well just like observed a lesson and just like brought the hammer down on it was um, the head teacher that it was the head teacher it was, some and it was the head teacher who observed pulled a lesson, you out like this pulled us out and it was really huh. for absolutely nothing it was wow. crazy like did Sounds your school like as a punishment ever um take away gym class they would do that to no. us and no. they, that almost like so it would like lead you to think that like gym wasn't at like that important like physical education because right. like that was because like they knew that's what the kids like so Oh, if you're talking out in like say science now, there you can't mm. go. And w- when we, were t- if we were too hyper and stuff, like <laughs> they would take away recess when we were just little kids. What? Like you have that's to stay crazy. in. Like it makes no sense. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. These teachers tells me so. a lot about the times we live in today. Mm. I remember the 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 skipping. Um, like gym or PE as we called it was yeah. like more of a thing in like secondary school i guess like years seven to to nine because then you have to do like swimming oh and sometimes you'll have like you have a pool at the school or would you go to yeah. like a community okay yeah yeah uh, some people go to go to a pool but uh if you've got a pool like there then usually you just do it there but it's really annoying to have like swimming um like the first lesson of the day or oh, something you're all wet and you had to shower or whatever yeah yeah because you got to get everything done within an hour so you have yeah. to like dress 
go in the pool, do do your thing, and then you have to like yeah. try and shower, and then you're like kind of like weird. got chlorine on you for yeah. the rest of the day because sounds weird. Yeah, because nobody wants to like get naked there. So no, like no, no, no. Nobody no. wants to use no the shower. No one wants to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Nobody ever used a shower, I don't think. No. Yeah, in gym no, class we didn't. we didn't shower after gym. No, right? no, definitely yeah, not. Exactly. I hate like in just spray they're all open. In like yeah. it's gross. Yeah, yeah in, doing doing gym first and then having the day okay. to just like Yeah, grade nine. So so you'd forge your notes. That's when oh, you would yeah. start oh, to see. do it. You'd forge Gr- it. Yeah. Grade nine I was lucky enough to have gym uh, at the end of the day, but grade yeah. ten it was the start of the day. And plus you're like in high school. Like oh it's the worst. Grade ten boy. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're already yeah, playing like gross. like football, uh, like the uh, breaks anyway yeah, right. or lunch, yeah. so you're already like sort of <coughs> doing that. But there's still a level of yeah, you know. Like my friend had this boy in elementary yeah. school. My friend had this uh, theory. Well, actually, did you go to uh, did was your school like grade one through eight? No, mine was. Uh, I went to like a, a Church of England school, which was like grades mm. one to uh, six. Yeah. And then secondary school was seven to nine. Yeah. And then there was uh, GCSE to A level, which was like ten to twelve, I which see. was at like a community college, which was. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, pretty pretty fun actually, Rawlins. Yeah, we were just grade college. one to eight, and then we didn't have like a middle school. Oh, and then you we did just one had, to eight. Yeah, and then we had. Uh, Nine to twelve. Oh, I think I had school. a six to eight school, and yeah. then high school is different. But yeah, so my my friend he had this theory that um, in like grade six or something that when the uh, when 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 the schools would get really like dirty, when then they'd start handing out a lot of detentions because oh. they would give us janitorial work. <laughs> which I always thought was oh, so I offensive. They'd that. make you like go like <gasps> to the janitor. Like, oh my gosh! They would make you work alongside the janitor and like clean up the bathroom and stuff. Oh my god! Because like, <laughs> no budget. You would never. You would never. What's the most humiliating thing we can do? Hey Jeff, these guys are gonna work oh for you. Oh my god! Like, oh, make sure they understand oh, how shitty can, it is to have. Yeah, he job. could do exactly. They would never so like terrible. punish you by giving you like making you teach the class. Yeah. Like, see if you fuck up in school, you're gonna become homework? a pedophile just like Jeff here. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be working at the school. It's very elitist. How oh like they would do that? <laughs> That's hilarious. You'd man. be hey, like I don't know what kind of school you went to, but I was in Ontario, like southwestern Ontario. I was here in the GTA. Yeah, remember because those schools were built in like the '60s or whatever, so you have all the weird old bathrooms. Yeah. And again, you may have gone to a newer school, but mine had like, like it looked like terrazzo. It looked like a big like d-shaped you know like these communal bathrooms like these communal sinks oh You'd and you step, step on, on the, the big thing, kettle yeah. the soap was like outdated yeah because it was an old like old fixtures You'd like step old on a pedal you step on a pedal to make the fountain the tap Whoa. fountain yeah. go because I, it was I an actually old, think that's a like good a way to do it a good idea yeah. like instead the of sensors, individual sink yeah the sensors are annoying i would much prefer to have yeah, you'd step especially on for like because you you wash your hands and then Really, what you want is you want like a um, a push door. Yeah, so you, you don't want to have to touch yeah, anything after. Yeah, that's not. that's the worst. But if they could have some sort of like even like a kick, like a sort kick of skin? button that's meant to be kicked, oh, sure. like it ha- like it has like a bumper. I think that'd yeah. be a really cool invention. So you just kick the bumper. Yeah, and it it like senses it and. We have a new business idea. Yeah, I used to be actually such like. Uh, a germaphobe when I was a kid. Mm. I didn't like, yeah, I hate, like, I hated touching things and I would always wash my hands for, like, <laughs> so many times. Like, I, I don't like my hands, especially in the winter, they would, like, mm. be, yeah. like, bloody from washing them Whoa. too much. It was, it was, I don't know why, like, why I, uh, became I, like that. Yeah. I, I'm over I, it now. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm not, like, if I were a kid now with, like, oh. COVID stuff, yes. like, I think that, like, I could see me being terrified with, with, like, yeah. People like all the adults telling me like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's got like it's a, a, a gross germy mask a, yeah. like, all around. It's such yeah. a useless like bad tick to have, but yeah. it's also kind of inevitable as well. I feel like a lot of kids have that growing up, like just being like scared of germs. Yes. and it's like it it does kind of like fuck with you still because like if you if you touch something and then like you you know you touch the pin thing and you've not got your sanitizer, you kind of have to just like 
quiet down your thoughts a little bit because yeah. the reality is that you're not actually going to get really anything from like a from like a metal surface it just seems gross we're actually yeah. you're just going to be mm-hmm. you're going to be fine as long as you like eat healthy and exercise and that's like the main thing because you're always going to have these things yeah. exposed to you you just need to be able to like um fight them so yeah it's a, it's a weird yeah the invisible enemy just being afraid of germs yeah. is i like used to be but i still will if i can you know after you get the hand towel in the bathroom to yeah. open the doors i'll do that and yeah throw yeah. it away like anywhere oh, yeah. just like a Most psychological places, thing really, yeah because i don't so. want to touch my hands no yeah no it's, one wants to it's, it's always been gross it's always been yes um, there's a lot of people they don't wash their hands and then yeah. they touch it and like oh yeah it's not I about catching covid it's about touching like shit or yeah <laughs> whatever there is and then i think men are worse because people will always you know wherever i worked always people would say oh yeah and so and so doesn't wash their hands like they people would rat on certain like males they'd be yeah. like oh the the director of sales <laughs> doesn't wash his hands after or i saw him once i'm like ugh <laughs> like feels, you know the gaijin would tell me and i'm like oh yeah. god you it know? feels weird to not wash your hands you should yeah. wash your hands after you do just that like why would you because yeah. you're lazy just for the feeling if anything like some people i think some people are i think it's like a camp same thing the no washing hands after going to the bath. Some people don't, I guess. Clearly, yeah. some people don't. And to be fair, he was French. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll just say that. They're all kind he of... He was French. They don't see their penises as, like, dirty or anything. Because like they're, like, disgusting people, really. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> it's just, like, well, you, you... Like, it's a good time. Like, even if... You, let's say there's nothing dirty that happens. Like, you might as well just wash your hands because like, like from, from the daytime place. like mm. stuff builds up like okay yeah. wash yeah. it a few times a day you're in a public place you're somewhere yeah. public yeah like y- I definitely remember my uh, like knuckles getting very chapped from uh, like washing my hands and stuff yeah I do remember that I did yeah my hands were like hurting and yeah and I, I wouldn't say they were cracked, but they were, like, a bit raw. <coughs> yeah, like, from washing my hands all the time. To be fair, though, like, I remember my life, like, walking to school and just, like, the general, like, f- like physical nature of, like, going to school being, like, really hard. I remember it being, like, really, like, taxing to have to, like, get up early, walk to school, which yeah. was, like, oh. not that insignificant of a distance. And sometimes it would be, like, snowy or whatever. Yeah. Like, not compared to here, but some sure, t- often yeah, it would it just would be, be cool. like, drizzly and miserable. And then you all go to school. You all have to endure these things. There's, like, potential fights in the <laughs> playground. Like, you <laughs> might you might get into a fight. There's all this, like... Really? Cause I guess it's, for boys. Well, from years, from years seven to nine, those are probably the gnarliest years of, like... Okay. because you Because you go from the small school to the big school. Yes. And, like, that period of time, like... It, I don't know, it kind of felt like prison for a lot of people. Like, I feel like everyone kind of knew, they worked out who they were during that time. And I think I worked out that I was, like, not, like, top-tier popular kid, but, like, associated with the popular kids. Mm. I I could definitely see that some, because a lot of, most of my um, grade one to eight school, they went to the same high school that I went to. And, um... I think I I could see some of them like really prepped like they're like okay th- oh, this is a whole new right? start and they yeah. and they fully like yeah. you could see them all, like really transform and like <laughs> they became like cool all of a sudden yeah yeah but I was always afraid because especially because I was actually a really uh, small kid yeah I was I was afraid that like there'd be like stereotypical like movie bullies and yeah. like <laughs> I was like fuck I don't want to s- I was like so like scared of the idea of getting stuffed into a locker and then like <laughs> having to stay there for like and, like nobody oh, coming no. for a long time <laughs> never happened but I always thought like fuck like that oh, no. yeah that's always the fear it's always cool as well when there's like there's always the tough guy from your school <laughs> And then when all of these primary schools go into like the secondary the school, the feeder schools into the when, big one. When you see your tough guy from your original school <laughs> go up against the tough guy from the other school, yeah, yeah, and then it's like time to unify <laughs> the divisions <laughs> of like uh, you know Saint Bartholomew's primary school and like uh, whatever the other one yeah. is. Fuck them. Who cares? But it's like all the all the people from the school, all the different groups come together 
if it comes to like yeah. another school, like we're all on the same side if it like right. comes to that. <laughs> yeah. But what they did was, which was I guess actually now that I think about it, it's it was to kind of like eliminate the gang mentality from that, is they divided the entire secondary school into G's and Y's. So you were either in the G's or the Y's. And I think they did it by school that you came from, perhaps. I'm not even sure how they divided it, but the G's never oh, really... Oh, you only go to the same courses and you would see the same people, but not the other people. Yeah. You would never have an overlap. I never... Really, uh, I see. I never really That's had... We didn't have assemblies with... What oh. did the letters the, stand for? The Y's, G's really. Y. I'm not really sure. Oh. It was just the G's and the Y's, and I never really had any friends that were Y's. The mm. They were all just... They just seemed weird to me. Oh. All my friends were G's. Everyone that I knew yeah. was a G. I had a, <laughs> a, G, a G life. It was, <laughs> it was, it was just like it was all. It was nothing but a G thing, really. How big was your school? <laughs> it was Actually, fairly big. I, I don't really know, like numbers wise, but like, yeah, my I, I couldn't really. Small. I don't really know. It was fairly like, whatever. But yeah, it was interesting. I, I just never interacted with uh, the Y's. Oh, remember assemblies? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah motivational speakers yeah okay mm. what i remember we had oh just some like middle-aged guy in like 20 t-shirts that said carpe diem and he was really sweaty like sort of be like you know obviously if it said carpe diem on his fucking shirt he's just like yelling ripping them off and throwing them to the crowd so each success is one is like a matryoshka doll of, of man sweat that like it was disgusting <laughs> that was one of the most memorable, one of the worst. And we're just like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? This is horrible. Like, I don't want this man, like this like 40 year old man, like yelling. Did Nobody you? wants this shirt. Josh, Josh made a lovely t-shirt of, of yes. you. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's going to wash it before like a getting Japanese it to you, I think. sticker yeah, machine. Yeah. <laughs> but I was laughing with Mitch, actually. <laughs> it would be really funny if you just like gave Shaw the sweaty shirt. <laughs> 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 it's, just it's just like so Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> just like lifting in it. <laughs> did it, uh, really cool did you ever have comedians come to your uh, high school assemblies? Oh no! Did you? Yeah, so. my in high school we had, uh, but they would al- they would always do. They would never Clean. do like an edgy act. It was they, we no, had, of course. Um, uh, what's her name? De- I can't, why can't why? Oh so God, I want to know. Deborah. So the G's they drive a car like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Y's. Deborah uh, Di Giovanni. <laughs> she was on like what? she was on like can, like some Canadian shows and stuff, <laughs> and she's still. And we had a cool. uh, Gord Painter. He died a few years ago, but he was a, he was a blind comedian. Oh. And there was always some sort of like I think they kind of told him to maybe like add some motivational like thing to it, mm. but yeah, it was what it was. Like <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. We yeah, had to, um, you could tell like sometimes they would have to like censor themselves, but oh, I, see. I don't think they they wouldn't. Obviously, book like edgy acts. Right? <laughs> like uh, Kyle, yeah. Ben Bankus, toxic kids. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Ben Bankus, toxic kids. Kid, kids will learn a lot. Because Adam Jamal, he um, kids, he used to do stand up. He used to do comedy in Toronto, but he he yeah. moved to the UK. But apparently, he and he also went to my high school. But he was okay. a few years older than I was. I didn't yeah. know him, and he got invited to by my high school to uh, perform there. So. That's nice. pretty. That's pretty cool, I guess. I remember we had at primary school Howard and Gary. Um, what is that? Howard or Gary was the father of one of the students there, and I think one of them was the. They weren't vicars. It was two guys basically, and they did like Bible stories, oh. so they'd have like some like nice. level of prop or whatever. Yeah. Like a sort of like a hat, but it was obvious that he just like that it was his hat that he just like wore a metaphor anyway. For but he would put it on like, oh, I'm a detective. <laughs> but they would do these like really cool like um, reenactments of Bible stories. Just the two of them. Yeah, and it was like really cool. Like when it was a Howard really? and Gary assembly. <laughs> oh, people got excited. Was, well, I got excited. I thought I. I I love the um, the Howard and Gary. Uh, would one of the men, you know, like pretend to be a woman, like I'm Mary, and they talk in like the the man, yeah, high yeah, lady yeah, yeah. voice. Oh, they, would yeah. do, <laughs> they would do stuff oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mother Mary. They had a good, um, <laughs> they had a good thing going, but they would do like Bible stories from the from the perspective of like someone not actually in the Bible. So they would so. usually like make up like a auxiliary character oh, really? who. 
who would then retell the story when I through was. his thing. So it'd be like, oh, I'm just the innkeeper. They wouldn't actually be be Mary or anything like that. Yeah. Because that's probably a bit like too sacrilegious. Yes, they made like a, a funny skit, but um, did it in the context of like the bible it was good i remember it being very um engaging good, yeah it was a good way of um getting kids into <laughs> into it i guess because it was church of england did, did a lot of the kids at your school end up becoming like very like staunch atheists because i, I find yeah. a, i find oh, a lot yeah. of ca- catholic school kids sure. i don't know what they do to you guys there but like the religious school yeah, anyone, the reli- I didn't yeah. anyone who grows up in um in like Samoyan. christianity definitely rejects it and goes against it that's always the case i think i think the way to do it is like you have to like kind of go um into jesus in like the age 30 you have to do like drugs and shit first and be a piece of shit and then you get into jesus a bit later on it's one thing to like not believe or like you know be or you know just to be like an atheist but like i find a lot of them they're very like preachy about it's it so like annoying there it's yeah very atheists suck yeah very obnoxiously like uh trying to convince you like oh you stupid ball, if, if god exists then how come like and it's like okay stop it like i'm just <laughs> i'm just yeah. enjoying my water <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a cool bit i read in the bible about um um i'm not sure if it's on if it's in this part. I can remember it anyway. The it one from Ephesians? Yeah, I think it was. And it was like after he fed the 4,000. Yes, right. And yeah. uh, the Pharisees uh, asked Jesus. They were like, uh, oh, give us a sign. And then it is actually says this. It goes, uh, Jesus sighed deeply. This generation always asking for signs. Well, <laughs> none shall be given to it. And and then he just gets in his boat and goes across the river. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just doesn't answer like, his uh, question. <laughs> like he just catered for four thousand people, <laughs> and this and like out of five loaves, ma- Mans wants to wants to sidle up and ask him a question. Like how the fuck are you <laughs> going to be asking me? Oh, give us a sign. Oh, do you have a source for that? Because that's basically <laughs> that's basically what they yeah. were saying. Like, oh, where's your proof? Where's your source for that? And it's like I just got a bad feeling. Like, what happened to like feelings of a fax? Yeah. I thought I thought people liked. <laughs> I thought people were, were about feelings because that was like Ben Shapiro's like facts, facts and logic. And I thought like people were generally like more about feelings, if you like. I don't know. Why are we trusting these white male doctors is my question. No, and my my doctor, who I don't see anymore, is a white woman named Karen. So I guess like I, <laughs> that just had to cross her off the list. It's just funny yeah. how the whole like the whole consistency, the whole consistency goes away when discussing like anything medical related as if that's not like, as we've said before, like a, you know, white yeah. male or whatever. Sure. And I guess like. I think in terms of all this like medical mumbo jumbo hocus pocus, pharmacia meaning what? What does it literally mean? Sorcery of the mind or something? It's oh, like mind it? control. Mm. Yeah, you gotta look it up. So then some 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 like hyper apocalypse hyper apocalyptic people who are like, Oh, let's reinterpret uh what this one line in the Bible says. It's like let and the masses it's probably in it's probably in the book of Revelations. Uh, like, you know, like, oh, and they were all deceived by sorcery, but there wasn't really a, a term for pharmacopoeia or anything like that. So if you go through the Greek root of it, it's pharmakeia. And then I think there's something that some people interpret as a sharp thing, okay, <laughs> like the mark of the beast or something. I, and I may be getting this around yeah. twisted, but I found is so they're um, like, oh, it could be a needle because there wasn't a term. Yeah for a needle or a sharp thing or or maybe it's a scalp or something is be, like incision or like we're marking the body and putting something foreign or something that's not of your god-given body or whatever again i'm probably taking this to the extrapolated you know edge of what it is because i'm not looking at any text right now it's just yeah, off the top yeah, of my head yeah you're actually correct so pharmacaea um derived from old french pharmacy substance such as food or in the form of medicine which has a laxative effect um d- 
derived from uh, pharmacon, meaning drug, poison, spell. So it can be a preparer of drugs, poisoner is uh, pharmaceutical or pharmacist. So, yeah, bad shit. And, you know, remember that back in the day or whatever in Shakespeare, like, you know, Lewis Molds the King needs a food taster so that he's not killed while eating Mm. his meal tonight. Um, They would often say, like, oh, poison is is the woman's weapon because you know the lady could be preparing something or you could be serving wine yeah you know if they were like serving girls were like the mm. women are mostly like in the kitchen so we're like oh my husband's gone to sleep i'm putting the sleeping potion and then women traditionally is are supposed to be you know cunning sly like the evil Sneak. side of women sneaky secretive yeah. and and you know sneaky slags yeah like or like uh, evading detection by the very nature of women because they also say like the women are the more sinful ones not the men mm. they do like in a traditional sense of like yeah biblical right like who who ate the apple the poisoned apple as well the, is the double snake the caduceus yeah, yeah. like in like in W-H-O snow white snake. you've got the poisoned apple yep i never made that connection before an evil hag <laughs> An yeah. ugly hag. Oh, eat this. Yeah. Like that, like that hag in The Shining. Do people uh, ever try to... Because I, I know not only does uh, like Christianity get a lot of hate, but yeah. so does astrology. Mm. Right? Like I know, But it, it's not not hate. More That's more like just people like mocking it. Yeah, um, but it's, it's even more popular now than when we started the podcast. But I've turned away from it because I only follow the one true God. But... Yeah. And... Yeah. And well, it is. It it, is it's um, a pop culture limitation. People get the wrong idea with it. I don't think anyone actually sincerely believes in astrology. But yeah. what it is, it's almost like a a social placebo effect where it allows you to like um, think about people in in a different way and think about like people's personalities and think about like how unique people are because when you get into like the different like yeah, the planets and stuff um it's just like a fun party trick and it's like yeah it's something you can bring out like i remember doing it with my grandma wendy my sister and uh my granddad and um my sister's one was like dead on the money my grandma's was pretty accurate but my granddad's just didn't really match up at all. Yeah. And we just didn't agree with it at all. So it was um, it was just fun, though. Yeah. And it's like, no one should ever, like, sincerely believe in astrology. But it's like, it is like a fun um, platform to, like, get into thinking about, like, the universe and, like, that sort yeah. of, like, yeah. esoteric stuff. That's but a good I like the medicine cards, to be honest, because... Tarot is a little bit like it depends on that the is a bit witchcrafty and depends on the person and what they want to do. But recently, I've really enjoyed the um, the like Native American vibe of the the animal cards, and it's cool to read the book as well because it has like um, a cool description and um, it's um, yeah more yeah. interesting. Like I, I think the. Remember that everything is is a corporate trope. Like people can make a lot of money off of astrology, right? Like you can sell your yeah. course, you can create a book, and we could it, do that as well. Like we, oh, like, absolutely, could I could go, probably do yeah. one. I could write one. We easy. could go like I really like hokey lad astrology, like whatever. But and maybe we will do that eventually. We might. But we could. I think it's I important time. just to just to be like. Um, everything's bullshit except for jesus but like i think that that's basically where i am today and thank god for that but (laughs) but you know yeah astrology is an easy conceit for people to create some income for themselves it also is a great false god that takes you away from the one true god because you're putting your faith in stars and like you know some planets and shit yeah uh instead of actually just being like oh i'm i'm a person who's a child of god and i belong to him my life should be for him and to mm. glorify him because otherwise, then what are you doing? Like if, if I was doing what I physically on the material plane was doing, which is already like killing everybody's soul, all the stuff that we have to do. Mm. I go to my job, I go home, I might buy some things, I eat some food and I do it all over again. Like that, you know, even hearing you guys talk about schooling and like the strictness implied 
the the arbitrary restrictions and the you know even Lewis saying oh as a child it was very weary and taxing on me I had to get up early I had to go to the place that I had to go to for eight hours a day then I had to trudge home at the end of that it's just preparing you and all of us for the shit yeah, that we're doing today true. that is yeah. all it was yeah, yeah. and a holding container for you know adolescence like same thing with university right it's a it's a holding cell for people to get their like rumspringa out and then enter yeah. society because you're really too young unless you had a different upbringing where it's like oh i've always worked or i was learning practical skills as my parents taught me actually how to be self-sufficient none of us has learned that i i i am definitely not i depend on the structure of society to keep me alive because I can't keep myself alive if I had nothing. Yeah, I, li- I like bad. the idea, like especially a lot lately of, of like growing up on a farm and like yeah. I would like I wish I knew how to do handy stuff. Mm-hmm. And my my brother, he's pretty handy actually, and I, I no we don't know how he picked it up, like because m- my dad's not particularly handy, and um, but like just living like living to live almost but mm-hmm. in, in but not in like a like oh this is like boring like but growing your own food like that's yeah, what you do like you to. just like that's your job you yep that's and you know grow food sell like raise grow animals food, food. have some chickens yeah, build, like it's uh it's, it's it's a very nice idea but now if i had to do it like i couldn't just start now and like okay go it would kind of suck. Yeah, it would kind of suck to if you're going to build it from scratch. That's always the yeah, that's always the thing. But um, there is something nice about doing even just doing like piling the the dirt on the on the garden. It is quite chill and like satisfying to do that sort of like physical stuff. Even like helping my dad out in the garden, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, because it was like. Um, you know, you'd have like a beer afterwards and it was like, it would look nice as well. So like you would work on your own thing, which I think is important as well. Like having your own patch and it's oh, very satisfying to, um, you know, you like, you, you, you might get that tool to like sharpen the edges of the, the lawn. So where the lawn meets the bed, if you have like a bit of a curved garden, which a lot of people in the UK do like weird shaped gardens, oh, weird. you could like sort of carve out and make it look neater maybe like put some wood chips down or whatever when was the last time you went back to the uk uh i think it was 2019 i think it was like two years ago and when did you move here again uh three years ago so yeah pretty much in october as well yeah i think it might be actually um oh the day oh no it's it's uh three days to to when i I moved here first time yeah. Whoa. Well, actually, I guess it, yeah. I guess it was a couple days. Yeah, th- almost three years to the day. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. Whoa. So you think with like w- like we're talking about like uh, n- how people don't fully believe in astrology? It's more just like a fun like idea and. I think so a lot of people. I think some people do though, because yeah. it's a really easy and shouldn't. popular thing yeah, that they okay. we feel that we should do. Oh, yeah. it says so much about us. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's that's the form of sorcery. It, it does. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the glamouring. Everyone yeah. thinks that what I do here is like so. Like, oh wow, the terror. Yeah, it could mean something. It could, and it does. We can always find our brain will always want to search for meaning in a chaotic world. Yeah. And I'm not saying that what has been done over the like over like when we're meeting with guests and stuff is Mm -hmm. is like oh it's oh it's bullshit sometimes it resonates sometimes they don't and it's not a big deal but a lot of people there's a gap between people's understanding and then right am i playing god and telling you your future no but some people take it like that because i would we would have guests back in the day we're much more selective about the guests today as it's an award-winning podcast um that you know i would have a lot of girls come in and be like, you know, they'd be really wowed by anything that was on the table. I, and I'm not saying you had to have a critical thinking or like whatever, but they would, they would come in with the expectation that I was going to change their life. I feel like that I was going to tell them, Josh today, you know, this with your Eastern wisdom. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, some people will put you and have that like Freudian transference 
to put you on a pedestal when you know i still have to eat sleep and shit in the barn like the rest of the cows yeah you know we all do so only one only one (laughs) only one name above all the others yeah. King of Kings. That's the thing. It's like it, it's, it's almost like if you if you go on like I forget it, if it's like Astro theme or something, and you put in your birth chart, it'll give you like a sort of readout of your traits and whatever. And you will read it and think, oh, this does kind of relate. There's a lot of sort of like specific parts of it. Um, but it's like, I think it probably is like a perversion. Like my my thinking of it is like the day and time and place that you came into the universe probably does mean something sure yeah. and maybe astrology like gets a lot of things down in terms of like the planets and that but also maybe it is kind of like a weird sort of like um perversion of sorts like it is like a sort of weird witchy it's a false sort of thing is it kind of like how like sometimes people's names almost like seem to like form their personalities like mm. you know like there's like yeah. the stereotypical kyle who like yeah, yeah. like is there something like that? In a yeah, sense? maybe there is kind of like a sort of self-forgiving part of it, but it's like it's it's not in the sense of like oh being like a good Christian person and like yeah you know it's it's more of like oh I'm a Leo so it's okay for me to be this way or that way yeah. like you can kind of forgive yourself in the context of this thing. I think it is kind of like you know a fun like little party trick and um, yeah. But you should really just like think about people in, um, you know, in that we're all kind of the. I don't know. Do you think the things are like vague enough that like, if you wanted to, you could apply any of them to? That's the thing. I think it's like a bit more specific than that. Okay. I think it's like ninety percent. Okay. That's why it's sorcery yeah. because like. Doesn't tell you the whole picture, but you yeah. can use it as a as a map or say, yeah. that's my worldview, and that's how I'll use it." Yeah. I did, I did. So for a you while. could see, for you sure. could s- see like a magic trick, and just be like, "Whoa, how did he do that?" Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the that's kind of the the trick of it. I think there is enough there that, that it is it does have something to it, and maybe the the time that you were born does have like an effect on your personality in ways that we can't really like well, yeah, quantify but it's not really like necessarily the the model in which to sure. to base it on i think the interesting thing that you talk about is like the entry point in the cosmic quantum space time that you bloop materialized yeah. and formed that might be the moment of conception and then there's a time when you're gestating growing right. then there's a time that you enter into the world and you leave mm. the mother's womb which yeah that is an interesting entryway or portal into the material world that we navigate. Um, I also wanted to add that while we're talking here about like pop astrology, which is just popular stuff, I, I don't want to like diss anything like ancient Egyptians or specifically like the Mayans with that clock of time. Yeah. You know, the the back the thirteen Bakhtun set to thirteen point zero zero that's how precise they had like five or six or yeah. more decimal points for the calculation of the years according to what was up above. That I have serious respect for. And, and twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Can't twenty everything converged. I got some chills in my legs. Yeah. Everything converged in twenty twelve. All the weird shit happened. And nothing that CERN can do can reverse the portal or the timeline that we're fucking in so yeah. like that's that's fine i'll keep that somewhere lodged yeah because science, is, science is 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 uh also a source of like it is a source of sorcery it, yeah it is like a source of that sort of thing where it's like yes there is some thing as a scientific method but when you get into like you know how science has been used recently it is like all fucking lies and especially cern as well like the amount of money that gets pumped into cern for the higgs boson it's like 55 billion a year it's like hundreds of millions of like electric bills for this thing this is like g7 type or every single collides. nation it's it's a which bunch of, it's a bunch of nations which all put yeah. together i think it may be g7 it's in geneva sure. yeah, it's in well. switzerland it's like a big fucking money pit which we just pour money in. God knows what is actually that is what that is doing, but I'm pretty sure we could probably just spend the money on 
much better shit than this like weird quantum bullshit. Just just dig up coal mines again. I don't know. I feel like coal's fine. Coal actually is good, fine. Good clean burning coal. We have the power to uh the distortion, the inversion, the sorcery, the lies, the trickery and the selective money based right things that that are pushed in front of the general public to yeah. believe and to say in the name of science obviously we know this circumvents mm. god because it's like no no that's it's naive and stupid of you to believe in this thing that we can't see i don't have proof yeah. uh but the proof that they've been given is a wall over their eyes as well exactly yeah. Cause if you think about if you think about pop astronomers like you know from carl sagan to the very smug Brian Cox to um, Neil deGrasse. Neil, Neil deGrasse. Uh, they also have are like kind of propagandists in their own way, just by saying like, "Oh, we're just we're just specks floating in the universe, and like nothing has meaning, but everything yeah. has meaning." It's like that kind of atheism, yeah. Reddit glorification of science, where actually they uh, that. They're only taking NASA's word for it. And it's like NASA was started by Nazi scientists. And it's like, you know, if you want to get into the sort of Tartaria flat earth shit, yeah. that's also pretty interesting. But in a, in a more general sense, like these like um, these pop astronomers play their role like, um, you know, Charles Dickens back in the day. They're the they're they're giving you this idea about space and we think about space as this just like um you know like magical thing and it's like oh we're just like floating or and even like the simulated universe theory i kind of hate as well mm. like the idea that we're living in a simulation because it kind of like it it kind of just negates the question of god and makes god into some sort of like games developer yeah. it's like oh what if we're <laughs> in a big video game yeah it's like just admit god exists maybe <laughs> maybe god <laughs> exists and that's what is actually happening maybe there are interdimensional things but it's like maybe aliens are actually like demons and there are also angels as well and it's not aliens from outer space it's like angels Exo. and demons that are yeah. in like different dimensions and that's like the the kind of um the playing field we're on but yeah and i guess the interesting thing is that you can think of all these things like you know extraterrestrial meaning like extra to terra earth the known earth the known earth of which we have been told or what we have um I do always find it interesting when you get into stories of explorers or, you know, like you hear Vasco da Gama, Christopher Colon, like whatever. The what? the earth. I've, I've never actually thought about extraterrestrial, the, why yeah, it means that, but now it makes, makes sense. Because I, I know like from French, uh, yeah. like Terre. Ter, like, yeah, exactly. Mm, mm. Terra Neuve, like Nova Scotia, the new la the new Scotland, yeah. Newfoundland, Newfoundland, yeah. the like, you know, and that's the edge but imagine if you were, say, a Portuguese explorer or to me, I, I like the Amazon type deep jungle type, not so much like Africa, although I keep trying to read Heart of Darkness, but I never get through it. Same mm. thing with Moby Dick. It just never happens. One day I will. Then I'll know. Then I'll know it's time to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, like or Joseph a Conrad, who was oh, a, yeah. a sailor who was Polish, but his English was great. He would just be on these ships. So you're just going on a let's say on a steamboat let's go to a heart of darkness you're on this steamboat it's a shitty assignment the ship sucks the crew is the crew is like motley and you don't have you gotta wait for the repairs and they won't come so you're like fuck and you're going in up the up the congo whatever into hostile territory to go find some other englishmen you gotta find the you know lewis molds and josh have to go find the other English guys, the other guys that look like them in the forest. So maybe you can get an update on like what ivory came out or gold or whatever the fuck. And then you go further up river to almost certainly hostile territory with nothing. You got shot at by arrows. You're like, fuck, where's this? Where's this? Like, you know, it's like Ben Bankus <laughs> in the Marlon Brando role. Where's this Bankus guy? <laughs> you know, we got to find Bankus. Oh, Bankus. You know, I heard that he did a lot of weird things up there. <laughs> you know like 
heart of darkness, but you guys are on the ship. You gotta find <laughs> Ben Pankus up upstream somewhere. The horror where the sun the don't horror. shine. Yeah, exactly. Should we? Uh, should we draw some cards? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Animal no. cards. Animal cards. Yeah. All right, so did I put the other three cards on? I'm pretty sure I put them in. Yeah, yeah they're in there. Okay, cool. Yep. So if you could just shuffle these, I will hold your microphone. Um, so you just shuffle them however you see fit. Um, and then just draw uh, three cards from wherever off the top in the middle. And... Um, Place them on the table. Take your time. Nice and easy. Those are three cards. Should I turn them over? Yeah, go on then. Oh, shit. Nice. So we have... So they would have been in this order, wouldn't they? Excellent. Oh, shit. Nice. Three birds. Grouse, crow, eagle. Interesting. Okay, let me grab the book. Because I'm... I know we had the grouse very uh, recently. Um, What is the number of grouse? 34. We got the grouse, we got the uh, the crow and the eagle. Oh, all birds. All birds. We had the uh, the grouse very recently as well. Uh, grouse of the sacred spiral, leading us on to reach the everlasting heights where we can live as one. So basically the grouse, uh, the grouse once flocked in abundance throughout North America, uh, but now even on the plains where they were once plentiful, there is now an absence of them. So uh, that's kind of a shame. Um, basically the grouse stands for... Um, if you have grouse medicine in your cards, Undertake a meditation on the various qualities of movement within your world. Begin by visualizing the sun as one member of a huge group of stars swirling in the massive pinwheel shape of the Milky Way. Oh, here we go. Some sci scientific lies. <laughs> Even in the Native American cards, we can't get away from the lies. I don't know. Maybe the Milky Way does exist. Who knows? Then draw yourself out of this pinwheel of light and into the spiraling of your own DNA's double helix, an arrangement uh, similar to a rope ladder coiled like a corkscrew. Analyze the way you move through the world. How do you picture yourself in the act of locomotion? What kind of reaction do you create with the energy you send into the universe? Uh, what words would you describe the way you move through the material and spiritual worlds? In the final analysis, is your movement compatible with your greatest desires and goals? Many spiritual disciplines ask you cease all external movement in order to recognize the inner life. Grouse medicine, however, is an invitation to the dance. Grouse celebrates the divine source through its spiritual, through, through its sacred spiral dance, and offers this dance to you as a gift. You can spend a lifetime learning Grouse's lesson on how to harmonize your dance with Mother Earth's cycles and how to offer the dance as a creation of selfless beauty. Sounds like me. Yeah. Dancing, dancing through. I don't know, it's a weird one, the Grouse. How does the Grouse move? I just feel like it hops around. I don't <laughs> think it's very big. It's like... Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> it just jumps about. Well, it has to be purposeful, I guess, because it's very awkward. I don't feel like it's a graceful move. They look move, weird. Can we see what they look like? You can see know. the card there. It's like chicken. Oh, yeah, they do look really awkward. They have those like thick sort of like, yeah. you know, like the eagle legs. They have the fuzzy legs. There's famous grouse the whiskey. It looks more dangerous yeah. than I thought. An interesting. Maybe a pheasant. Yeah. Hmm. It's definitely a hunting bird. It's like, you know, people like to hunt grouse. It oh, yeah. He doesn't, very gamey. he doesn't like no bitch, that fucking, that grouse. No. Number two is crow. Crow, are you coring? So I may know the secrets of balance within my soul. Or are you sending your sacred core just to remind me of universal law? Um, so the crow is fascinated with its own shadow. Um, basically, it's about the... Um, Okay, so the crow is the keeper of sacred law. So crow can bend the laws of physical universe and shapeshift. This ability is rare and unique. Few adepts exist in today's world, and fewer still have mastered crow's art of shapeshifting. This art includes doubling or being in two places at once consciously, uh, taking on another physical form uh, and being the fly on the wall to observe what is happening far away. So, um, yeah, it's a very, like, strange, like, um, shifting card. Uh, it's to do with, like, laws and, like, obeying laws. Um, it's like, like natural, natural law, law. with its shadow. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you got to warn me when you're switching yeah, from. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, the crow-weighted um, shadow, it became the dead crow. It goes into the void and gives you the... I don't know. what What's the main keyword for the crow? The shadow. That's what it says under the main header? Yeah. Shadow self. Shadow self. Oh. So another popular pop Sorry, culture... Sorry, it's, it's, it's law. Oh, natural law. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's human law and then the, the sacred there's law. And the crow right. is the... Um, Natural law does not mean that you need to give law. me. Natural law means like mandates and bylaws, and the actual laws right. don't exist because free and sovereign being, like, they yeah. don't apply. Yeah, basically. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Enough said. Next one is the eagle number one. Maybe eagle that's a leadership one. thing. I'm going to put the drum on again. Okay. Warn me before you talk. You have to you have to raise the speaking stick to to talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You ready to go again? Okay. Go on then. Eagle, fly high, touch great spirit, share your medicine, touch me, honor me so that I may know you too. Uh, eagle medicine is the power of the great spirit, the connection to the divine. It is the ability to live in the realm of spirit and yet remain connected and balanced within the realm of earth. Eagle soars and is quick to observe expansiveness within the overall pattern of life. From the height of the clouds, eagle is close to the heavens where the spirit dwells. The feathers of eagle are considered to be the most sacred of healing tools. They've been used for centuries by shamans to cleanse the auras of patients coming to them for healing. Within the belief systems of Native American tribes, um, eagle represents a state of grace achieved through hard work, understanding, and a completion of the tests of initiation in which in the taking of one's personal power. It is only through tr the trial of experiencing the lows in life as well as the highs and through the trial of trusting one's connection to the Great Spirit that right to use the essence of eagle me medicine is earned. 
if you pull this symbol, Eagle is reminding you to take heart and gather your courage. The universe is presenting you with an opportunity to soar above the mundane levels of your life. The power is recognized and this ability may come in the form of a spiritual test. In being astute, you may recognize the places within your soul, personality, emotions or psyche that need bolstering or refinement. By looking at the overall tapestry, Eagle teaches you to broaden your sense of self beyond the horizon of what is presently visible. In learning to fiercely attack your personal fear of the unknown, the wings of your soul will be supported by the ever-present breezes which are the breath of the Great Spirit. Feed your body, but more importantly, feed your soul. Within the realm of Mother Earth and Father Sky, the dance that leads to flight involves the conquering of fear and the willingness to join in the adventure that you are co-creating with the Divine. If Eagle has majestically soared into your cards, you are being put on notice to reconnect with the element of air. Air is one of the mental plane, sorry, air is of the mental plane, and in this instant, it is of the higher mind. Wisdom comes in many strange and curious forms and is always related to the creative force of the Great Spirit. If you've been walking in the shadows of former realities, Eagle brings illumination. Eagle teaches you to look higher and to touch Grandfather Sun with your heart, to love the shadow as well as the light. See the beauty in both and you will take flight like the eagle. Eagle medicine is the gift we give ourselves to remind us of the freedom of the skies. Eagle asks you to give permission to legalize freedom and follow the joy your heart desires. again okay now you may talk wow Roll. and that brings up to time wow that was fun yeah, thanks for having me you're welcome um josh infeld thank you for coming cheap friday comedy cheap friday comedy um, dollars including the fee at toronto style bar absolutely and Link in uh, bio. Link in bio. Come check it out. Um, pretty sure that's it. I, I would even say as one final note that there's probably a birthday gong and some other stuff on Patreon. So if you like what we do, we do we, we don't make money off of this unless you pay us. So check out the Patreon. That's true, actually. We if should you, do that more. If you, uh, if you do like this, but you'd like something more that is different, that is not the podcast and that is actually a sound bath instead, which is, a, in a lot of ways, a lot more uh, interesting. And um, What are you doing? Mm. Oh, it's just crackling a little bit. Um, yeah, the sound baths are chill. All right. Let's, uh, let's play out. Thanks. All right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah.